Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Beavers! Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillworks Supply Company in Beaverton or at GrillworksPDX.com. Football's so fun. This is our job. That's crazy. It's so fun. Now, here are your football Sunday hosts, Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. Good morning! It is officially the first football Sunday of the year on 1080 The Fan. Joe Fisher right here. I got Jordan Schultz, Schultzy across the glass from me. Oh my god. I, (laughs) dude, the last three, four days has been like a coming to Jesus moment of Football is back. It's the time of year. It has just been so nice. The time of year. Thursday, going home after work and hustling my son into the car because we need to get home to watch Utah versus Florida. Right. Like, that was one of those moments where I was just happy to announce out, out into the ether, like, son, we have to leave. There's a football game on. Like, I was that happy about having to go home to watch football. And then Friday came uh came through. Um I was out at Grillworks, which as you heard is the sponsor of Football Sunday this year, Grillworks Supply Co out in Beaverton. And uh we were out there Friday and we were there from noon to 7, Danny Dusty, Isaac and Sook grilling, checking out all the fun toys and grills and access- grills and accessories and things for them to uh, take my money over the next uh, few years. Yeah, get you loaded up for the uh, perfect football season coming our way because it, it everybody's been saying it could be the best season the Pac-12 ever in its 108-year existence. And after yesterday, I, I think that's officially confirmed. Oh, Goodness dude, gracious. What a start. And not just like a start from performances-wise, like literally what a start. Where The record of the Pac-12 yesterday I think was perfect. So I think, I think you're right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to get into there. Just, I mean, there's so much college football. There were so many things yesterday that just, like, I could not. Uh, it was definitely like a dog trying to chase a squirrel. Like, and it's still not over, yes, by the way. Yes, exactly, because today we get FSU and LSU, and Oregon then we also State. get uh, DJ and the Beavers today per, uh, premiering. I mean, it's it sounds like a, almost like a 50s band, DJ and the Beavers. 
DJ. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ and the Beaters. And uh, they are kind of underwhelming. A do wop, a do wop, wop do. Like, okay, this is 1957. Woo! Let's get back to football. But Actually, dude, I mean, it was oh, just, uh, it was just great. I mean, Friday was awesome. And if you didn't didn't go to Grill Works, we we're going to be out there next Saturday morning for the tailgate show uh, before the Texas Tech game, and then um, I believe Cinder and Saint will be out there, and then we're going to have. Have a few other days out there, but I mean, if you if you weren't there on Friday, you just missed out be, from the food sense because Grillworks brought out their like team of uh, their grill competition team out there, like their experts. Oh yeah, dude, I'm talking smoked tri-tip sliders with oh some gouda God. and chimichurri. Then you had some. Oh, we're going real flavor combos here. Oh yeah, and then uh, we also went with uh, we as if I was cooking uh, pork sliders. Mm-hmm. And then some carnitas sliders. And then Swag that morning was talking about, well, I might want to bring my own rack of ribs. They probably have a grill I can throw them on. And then as I'm there talking to the owner of Grillworks. That is such a swag thing. Oh, 100%. Wait, the, did it, were they for everybody or, or did he just take them home? Well, I mean, like when the ribs were done, it was a rack and there was a lot of people looking over at us like... Like getting down on these ribs and like uh, we should, probably should add a couple more racks for sure. Yeah. He brought like a VIP rack rack of ribs like for the 1080 team. It seemed like that, that is the most <laughs> swag thing I've ever. There heard. was one guy though that, uh, and this was great. The owner of Grillworks he heard swag in the morning like say like hey like oh, tell cool. he's like tell him bring the ribs. I don't care like let's throw them on and if he's if if he's that confident in bringing ribs that he wants to cook, then let him let him do it. Let him, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah as as, we, out. yeah. as they said uh, said with uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle, let Russ cook, let Swag cook, all right? Because oh, anybody's grill. Oh, dude, he threw down on those ribs. He bought he brought his own little like thing of whiskey, and like, oh, like in a little, little nib in a little container in a Ziploc bag. He brought his own foil. Like <sighs> it was it was a thing all and. Right. Dude, tip of the tip of the cap to swag because those ribs were amazing. Well, it sounds like he's like missed his calling, and uh, Iron Chef might have been you know something that Swag could have gotten his uh, teeth sunken into. No pun intended, or the, maybe it is. Maybe that's the worst dad joke of the day so far. This uh, it's only five so minutes far. in. There, so there, far. Yeah, there could be more. Are you kidding me? Um, that yeah, Swag throwing down on the grill. I hear the chili is world renowned. Uh, from Ooh. Jason Swigard as well. I don't um, want to. I was about to say something, and I don't want to because it's going to be a drop. But uh, I bet it's tasty. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. Not, I'm trying to be like, all right. What? What? Nobody's going to pull this. How can I say it? And uh, yeah, don't pull Rashad here. By the way, Rashad not here today. He's uh, has a uh, emergency he is dealing with. So hopefully everything is okay on his end. On special assignment, so to speak. Yes. Yes. So um, you know, I'm sure he just loves the fact that uh, we're talking about wonderful meats without him. Oh, I know. We're, we're we're trying to get down about grilling, and he's just like, y'all are having this combo without my combination of spices and the meat. For get, like, talking about getting that on the smoker? Are you kidding me? He says uh, he's got a solid oxtail recipe. I don't think I've ever had oxtail. I haven't either, and it seems good, but I, I, I mean, I listen, and you can mark this. I love all the meats. Yeah. I love all the meats, okay? I am not meat exclusive. Um, not a meat I, snob. Uh, not at all. Give give me all the meats. Whether it's uh, fish, chicken, pork, beef, does not matter. I will consume it all. Give me all the meats. Yes. That's, that's, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, and now that, uh, you know, I, I got a grill, finally, and then 
turns out the grill works guys are like, oh yeah, no, you actually need three grills because you know you need the propane, the charcoal. The I'm like, okay, you guys just <laughs> please okay. st- stop, stop. You're gonna get money out of me eventually. But now I'm looking forward to a specific game, a Ducks game, and what the what will be on the menu because my dad and I we definitely like to throw down on the grill. Mm-hmm. And there is a game coming up, and I think I have an idea of what's going to be on the menu. And when I say it, you're going to be you're going to know exactly what game I'm going to. We might have to do some sort of uh, bison burgers. Oh yeah, some sort of maybe some bison meat jalapeno poppers or something. Some buffalo sliders. Uh, if you're getting my drift here, Ah, uh, Dion Prime, Coach. Listen, that, it's gonna be a good matchup. It's good. That's gonna be a bang up matchup. I locked in the tickets for me and my dad and a couple clients on Thursday. I was like, hey, I need four for the Colorado for them, and then. Me and pops are gonna go down, go down as also go down as well. And on Thursday, when that happened, it's this is my mindset: is yeah, that'll be a great game. You know, Oregon will absolutely wax Colorado. Uh, first home open home opening uh, conference game. The mood will be good. And then yesterday happened, and yesterday at nine a.m. happened, uh, Colorado TCU, the big nooner. And we have so much we're going to get into today. Um, we obviously need to talk, talk about the Ducks because although it was a blowout, it was um, an epic blowout. There's a lot to unpack. I was down of, there. Of history. Yeah. A lot jo- of storylines. Jordan was down there. Uh, again, we got the Beavers. But, I mean, I, I think that today it is the talk of the college football world, and I think we need to lead with it because it has got people all up in their feels. I don't even know how to react. Well, I do know how to react because I'm literally sitting in the studio wearing a Colorado Buffaloes t-shirt. I love it. Yeah, we first, need to tweet that out. <laughs> on the first college football uh, weekend of the year. First official official college football weekend of the year. Sports fans, let's just say this is not a new Colorado Buffaloes oh, t-shirt. Oh, no. It's got, it's got cracks in the decal. I, I remember where I got this. I got this in San Francisco circa 2011. All right. I, all I was right. going through a Colorado Decade phase. Plus. I didn't have a team. And I rooted for Colorado for like two years, and it was you know a rough two years. It was right before they joined the Pac-12, right? Like, right, yeah, right before they were yeah, still they, Big Twelve. They were still the Big Twelve and the Pac-10. At the yes, yeah. Weird to say these name combinations with those numbers. It's almost like sacrilege now. Yeah, I know. So I rocked with Colorado for a uh, short time period, and I can't emphasize uh, short um, enough because once I realized, I was like, Colorado's got great tradition. Who doesn't love seeing Ralphie running onto the field? They've got a national championship under their belt. I don't want to hear about the fifth down. Okay. We know how it went down. That's still a national championship. They need and, to make a uh, Netflix docu on that one. Yeah. And I don't know if it was, uh, who was the former Boise state coach then, t- then took over the job? Dan Hawkins. I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was, uh, it's big 12 football. <laughs> it's, it's a big 12. This ain't intramurals. How about this? I had no idea. He was also the coach at Willamette in, uh, yes. back yes. in the day, way back in the day, him and Rick Adelman actually, who also went through Salem, I think at like Chemeketa 90 like community college, 93 to 97. That's whacked. He also went to the college of, uh, was a coach of the college of the Siskiyous. Ah, uh, see, th- so he was he was bouncing around some of those. He uh, was in the he was in the like uh, Northern California, mm-hmm. and then he moved his way up to Willamette, Boise State, and then Colorado, and then Colorado. That's where, yeah, it just. <laughs> I was like, no, let's go. Colorado's going to turn it around. I was uh, ten, eleven years too early on that. 
Um, you are, and I do have to eat crow on the Colorado situation because I oh boy, I, I had some questions about Shador Sanders and the hype, and uh, I think I can, I can put my face in a big old pile of crow after the 500 yard plus performance yesterday from him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut my mouth about that from now on. Yeah, um, I was wrong. <laughs> Listen, I I know this is the home of the Ducks. This is the Oregon radio station where you're going to talk about the Beavers preview, DJ and them today, and all the Pac-12, but I mean, with the hype, we have never seen hype and a situation like this in college football, No, and it somewhat came to fruition yesterday because it is just the first game of the year, but with all that time spent talking and talking and talking, we finally got to see it play out on the field yesterday in a lot of games. But again, the first one of the day at 9 a.m., the big nooner, Colorado TCU. Gosh, I don't know if there's a ratings number out there yet, but I'm dying to see that. Oh, I would love to because I know everybody. I was down at Autzen Stadium very early on, and that was the game. That everybody were was tweeting about that game yeah. or Xing about it, whatever they want to call it. But um, they had it up I, on the big screen at Autzen for a bit. It was yeah. so cool. So we're going to start there. Again, we will talk about the Ducks' huge win. God, 81. Uh, Beavers. That's a team record. Pac 12. Um, I got to throw in my NFC West picks at the end of. Uh, and AFC West because I was gallivanting around Bend thinking I was going to make a Zoom show last Sunday, which 8.30 comes around. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, can, can we yeah, can we never plan on, oh, I'm going to go out for a night out and then come back for the show in the future again? We all know what the story is there. Yeah, I apologize <laughs> to Rashad fine. later in the week. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that to you that close to the show. And he's like, dude, I didn't knew you weren't going to be doing that show. <laughs> no, he's we like, walk- do not feel bad at all. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> we walked in and he looked at me and I was like, I kind of forgot that you were gone. And then he's like, have you heard from him? And then mentioned why. And I'm like, oh, S. No, I haven't heard from him. And Rashad's like, he ain't coming. (laughs) It was so funny. Hey, to my defense, I did answer your text message. And then I did reach out to Rashad. Much appreciated. The fact that you were awake is, uh, I don't think I would be. It wasn't by choice. Trust me. It was a lot of, ugh. Ugh, that feeling. Damn it, why am I awake? Yeah. Why am I alive? Yeah, yeah I exactly. That. So, uh, text in to the Vancouver Ford text line, uh, 503-864-6326, 503-864-6FAN. All texts to the fan are via the Vancouver Ford text line. The dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. But let's get started with the first football Sunday on 1080 The Fan here. Schultz, are you ready? Oh, I've been ready, baby. Dude, There's I know. Been like two full days of college football action. I was God. like, like you were. I was excited for Thursday night. So I guess two and a half. Technically. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Football Sunday brought to you by Grill Works Supply Co. in Beaverton. Check them out at GrillWorksPDX.com. Let's get going. Dion, prime time in the Colorado Buffalo started their season yesterday, and boy, was it a premiere. <laughs> by them we go there to uh not colorado to tcu because that's where they won the game but dion and the buffs start one and oh on this young season we start there football sunday jordan schultz joe fisher right here 1080 the fan worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Uh, shout out to all you parrot heads out there. Rest in peace, 76. I, I, I must say, Joe, this is an artist very close to my heart because I used to sing a lot when my dad would just we'd be sitting around at home around the campfire he'd be playing these songs on the guitar yeah and I'd just be singing it's some of my best memories and probably some of the first music that I remember listening to some Buffett some Buffett um, yeah I was thinking about him a few weeks ago actually because I don't know if it was because um, we coincidentally we actually had a Volcano which was one of my son's favorite songs growing up oh hell yeah um, that was one of our like background songs for a promo we ran here on the station for Lillard and the Blazers. And I, I heard it. I was like, oh, Volcano, Jimmy Buffett. I'm like, you know, he's got to go down. Like if we made a top 10 list of most unique musical acts of all time, like Buffett's got to go down in there. Like the whole island country vibe of just an old white dude. <laughs> like there's, I feel like there's just never been anybody like him. And then he started dipping into country a little bit more, but I just like his music being like old retiree in Hawaii or Florida <laughs> drinking margaritas, enjoying a, you know, Mai Tai on the beach. Like mm. it's just a very, it's not reggae. It's not like yeah, I guess it's like yacht rock ish, like considered yacht rock, but it's, it, it's country sometimes. Parrothead like, music, that's what it is, and that's what I'm saying. It's it. He is so unique, and his music is so unique that makes it like, again, that's why I can't ever like hate on any of it. It's because I know the following is huge, and that music is connected to so many people. And uh, yeah, once my son started bumping Volcano, I was like, I guess I'm a uh, mini parrothead here. That was the uh, theme for our <laughs> former uh, local minor league team, the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. Too, yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna go yeah. when the volcano blows. They always played it in like the seventh inning, and everybody freaked out like it was shout in the middle of the third and the fourth quarter for an Oregon Ducks game. As so. the parrothead walks into the studio, Joey, right there. Yeah, so rest in peace, Jimmy. Just uh, yeah, we're gonna be throwing those out all day. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Um, but what uh, was getting thrown around all day yesterday was the football by Shador Sanders oh my and the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, listen, if if yesterday didn't go down like it did, we would not be talking about him right away. But I don't think anybody was expecting Colorado to do what they did yesterday. Not just like win the game, but how they looked doing it. Um, I don't blame anybody. That had question marks coming in. I mean, a completely reshaped roster. I kind of feel bad for TCU. How do you even watch film and game plan? Like, 
this you're taking these guys from this team and this and, and then it's like all right get we just know their traits basically we know that Shador Sanders could do this that we we have no idea scheme what they're gonna do and you can I guess you kind of can get an idea from watching Jackson State film from last year but again those are different players outside of Shador Sanders and uh, Travis Hunter different league a lot yeah of, a lot of easier competition because it's I think. I don't know if Jackson State is technically FBS or FCS, but the level of players that they usually get, not for Jackson State, but for the teams that they are playing, just not the level of recruits that you're facing. And look, TCU week one, you're thrown right into the fire. Yeah, at TCU, an away game. And so, again, you are intrigued as hell to see what happens, and it was from the jump that Colorado meant business. They scored on their first drive, which was the first time they had done that since week five of last year. Oh, wow. Um, and it just kept kept happening. I was waiting. I was waiting. I'm like, okay, this is cute. They have the lead. Okay. Like, I'm looking at the ESPN win probability. They didn't give Colorado a positive win probability until the fourth quarter, seven and a half minutes left. Like, even they were just like, okay, this is, you know, this is cute. TCU, they'll wake up at some point and take the lead. But it was one play after another. Right out of the gate in the third quarter, a 75-yard just dump-off pass to the running back. He makes a juke. Dylan Edwards, their running back yesterday, was insane. They had 400-yard Like, it's just everything. You keep going about this team. And what I think is why you're getting the reaction from Dion and the team and saying that everyone's against us. Like you, I get why they're feeling that because it's been months. They've been waiting for this moment. This was a huge showing out party, whatever you want to call it for the Colorado Buffaloes. And I can't believe I'm talking about the Buffaloes in a positive light, but here we are. Bro, Dion, I'm telling you, I, I rooted for this team for two years, okay? <laughs> back when they were, I mean, non-existent. You mentioned one of their other quarterbacks. Dog I mean, for years. Outside of that and Steven Montez, like in the 2014 through 2016 era, like they just haven't been anything to write home about you you don't even hear much of a heartbeat from Colorado but yesterday with uh, I mean Dylan Edwards is like their own Corderell Patterson in Colorado you got three receiving touchdowns he rushed for one one of his receiving touchdowns was the go-ahead touchdown that play call that you mentioned coming out in the uh, second half Joe I watched that live uh on one of the TVs in the press box at Autzen and just the reaction from people there just a, a shot taken dude my eyes what balls from Deion Sanders immediately coming out of the second half to just throw it over the top, see if it works, and lo and behold, it does. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, that, I mean, going deep, stretching the ball downfield, like Shador Sanders, this was the scary thing, too, was after the game, is they asked him, like, about his game, his performance, and he said, yeah, I mean, this was like practice. <laughs> like uh, it was that's paraphrasing but it, he said something and then he's like yeah this was I just like, like confidence, this was just like how this was just like being out in practice he was talking about like yeah i mean fcs it was still playing football he's like the hits were all hurt the same you know like it's not like he was it's not like he was facing five seven 140 pounders down in fcs jackson like he's getting hit by dudes too and so he's like the hits all hurt the same you know it's like i just treated like this it was practice and i was just like oh boy <laughs> like if this is his mentality, and it's not so much like, yeah, that's right, we won. It's like, no, we knew. We knew who we were going into this. We knew we were this good. We knew we could do this, and we did it. And there's a lot of you out there, and this is the thing that's kind of rubbed me the wrong way. 
is they're spinning it as uh, Dion and the team are spinning it as none of y'all believed in us. None of y'all thought you. It's like, no, 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 no. We just didn't know. We I was had very no interested idea. to tune in. We didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Like, it's not like. Question mark, buddy. Yeah. And it's like, you're. it's not you against the world. It's just like, sorry that we have never seen a college football roster flipped over like this. In a, and the coach comes in and brings in his own son from an FCS school. And then you got a guy playing. We haven't even gotten into him. Travis Hunter playing two sides of the ball and. Doesn't even flinch. Gets a sick diving interception. Makes huge catches left and right. Like, again, like, these were all things that we didn't know and we didn't know what to expect. All we had to go off of was Colorado's past history as far as a team performing under that jersey and that name and then what Dion had and was bringing in. And by God, that offense is going to be scary. And now I will say... Once Oregon's game happened, I felt a little bit better because I was like, that Oregon-Colorado game in a couple weeks now has me a little bit nervous because of how good Colorado looked. But then the Ducks promptly put up 81 points, so it made me feel a little bit better at ease. That and if Colorado's just... D did allow 42 points from TCU, and that you know we're we're I'm talking glad... about the high flying offense and oh, how great that is. But I'm glad there... that you brought that up because yeah, there is a side to this, and, and it is worth mentioning before we get to the defensive side. Dylan Edwards, just the amazing performance from him yesterday. He is the one of only the 10 kids that stuck around from last year's Buffalo roster. So how about that? Actually, like. The whole roster turned over, but one of the kids that stuck around actually was their best performer yesterday. I, I think that's that speaks to what Dion has instilled in these kids and, you know, frankly, how much of a turnover was needed. Like, the whole vibe is different there. It's obvious. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, though, like, let's keep in mind, I tweeted it out yesterday. Like, damn, Colorado and TCU are playing the most Big 12 game I've ever seen, and Colorado's not even in the conference yet. Because, yeah, they gave up 42 points. They gave up 541 yards of offense. Like, yeah, their running back for TCU, uh, I got to go look at the box score for his name, but that was a good performance by him. Uh, Bailey, 14 carries, yes, thank 164. You. Yeah, 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 that was crazy. And then I know Morris threw, th- uh, threw two interceptions, but his two touchdown passes were pretty good. I felt one of them was kind of just given up uh, by, by Colorado's D. It was just like uh, he picked you apart on that one. Like, come on, guys, you can do better than that. Uh, read some texts here. Um, I'm eating crow today. Damn, Dion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is yeah. a... A little bit of it. Uh, there is. And that's, I got to say that again. I said this last segment. I said Shador had a question mark around him. I did not know if he could play at this level. I will eat crow. He obviously can. I am wrong. I am wrong for everybody out there. Oh, Schultz, he never says he's wrong. I'm, I'm an idiot, okay? <laughs> I said that and I was totally incorrect, all right? F me. Also on the text line, uh, Travis, uh, Travis Hunter is so good. Yeah, that dude, like, they went at him on one possession in the first half, like back to back plays corner of the end zone, like trying to go after him. And it didn't happen. And then that interception that he had him breaking on the ball and just laying out, stretching out to grab that ball. I was like, Oh my God. Like there were so many moments yesterday that they had where I like eyes popped out of my head. And I was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, another yeah, an interception as well. Plus, I mean, plus his offensive yeah, stats yeah. and the interception on the defensive side of the Matt ball. Liner tweeted crazy. out. Uh, he was like, I've never seen anybody do what he did today. Mm-hmm. So like when you see guys saying that, that is 
you know, that is relevant because those are guys I've seen some of the best, the best. That's high school stats right there, Joey. That's you played with a kid that played wide receiver and cornerback went two ways, you know, as a secondary right. and a wideout. Yeah. That happened a- until your senior year of high school and then in college. Down. Nobody does that right. anymore. More text. Um, yeah. And this is kind of what I said uh, on uh, Twitter when I tweeted out the preview of the show today. Um, it's one game. They're acting like they won the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, sweet. Colorado National Championships, right? <sighs> oh, well, uh, yeah, that's right. They they got to play next week against Nebraska, who... Uh, well, boy, I boy, think... Nebraska. I think that's going to be a, kind of a dumpster fire already under Matt Rule. They, um, they scored almost no points. And yeah, te- uh, another uh, person on the Vancouver, Vancouver Ford text line, it's one game. I mean, this is one game, but I, I understand their emotions of going this entire offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a... There is something about hearing stuff for months and months and months on end, and you're like, can we please just get to this first game so we can so we can see for ourselves, right? Like, there is something in Colorado's locker room. It's like they want to get out there because they want to see, like, how good they are. They have that belief, and so they want to see and test it against other schools. And so to do that and get the win, last second, emotional, all of that, it's like to see that come out in the press conference, I understand it, but... Again, this is a 12-week season, so it's a long slog. Travis Hunter just played 100 million snaps. <laughs> I'm sure he's living in an ice bath today. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So this is where the, I hate to do the classic, we'll have to see, but this is football. We're yeah. going to have to see week to week with this team. And Nebraska-Colorado, say what you want. That is a uh, that is a big rivalry from the past. Um, and it's going to be, you know, reignited once they get to yeah, the revived. Big 12. But it is, well, now Nebraska's in the Big 10, actually. That's right. Damn it. Oh, yeah. They're switching. Damn yeah. it. So they already, yeah. This is, They've this been conference in realignment yeah. is just S-y. But uh, again, we're going to, we're going to have to see as the season progresses. Um, text line also saying Texas Tech didn't look good against Wyoming and San Diego could barely beat Idaho. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's week one woes for TCU as well. But I mean, they scored 42 and y'all aren't wrong out there on the text line. It is one game week one. We've got a long season to go. However, the reason that there's so much excitement and so much hype around this after such a performance, it was a comeback win and a very back and forth fourth quarter for them. It almost looked like it wasn't going to happen. And if it hadn't gone Colorado's way, I think the conversation would be slightly different. However, what they did with so many people having different opinions, Joe, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to see what's going on. And then in response to that, Swigard's like, well, how long do you think you need to watch? Like a half? It's not going to be that good. And so there's just so many differing opinions, and that is why I get it. It's one game, but it's such a shock to see a school record broken for passing, 510 yards, a comeback win against a top 25 team, and a first-time head coach who talked a lot and put his money where his mouth was. Yes. Uh, thing, uh, Something to keep an eye on with this Colorado team going forward is that they ha- had only 55 rushing yards. So if they can't run the ball, um, that's going to be a problem. So something to keep an eye on there. But, yeah, as you mentioned, Shadur Sanders' school record, 510 yards. It helps when you haven't had a good quarterback at your school in 20 years and also 20 years ago when you weren't passing the ball as much. So grain of salt on that record because, you know, Colorado sucked forever. Um, but we'll see what, what can happen. <laughs> Text line, yeah, Nebraska looks like ass and y- can't yes, score more do. than 10 points, so buffs are going to blow them out. I don't know. College football, man. Eh. No, I think they're going to have – they're having a better defensive year already because of the point 
percentage that they held their last opponent to. I, I mean, TCU giving up that many points to Colorado, Nebraska is not going to do that. Most likely their offense is going to be ass, but eh, defense can be a little bit. Oh man. I, I need a cigarette. I don't even you smoke. You needed a cigarette last week. I don't week. even smoke. Uh, yeah. Look what, look what sports is doing to me. That's going to uh, start a tobacco habit for me. Um, all right, let's break. Is that, um, sorry, I just saw a text. I, I'll say this. I want Buffs to beat Oregon, and that threw me off. All right. How what? dare you? Do not throw that That's out right Beaver now. That's a Beaver fan. You know, yeah. they're not even past Nebraska yet, all right? Beat Nebraska, okay? Let's go 1-0 and week to week, please. Uh, but let's talk about the Ducks next because, yeah, they had their huge victory. And I maybe want this to dive into a little bit of a overall Pac-12 talk because what what a performance by the conference. I mean, gosh, this bodes well for the future, right? The Pac-12 should be happy about the uh, next few years after our yesterday, right? Yeah, not so much. Uh, but it was a great day for a few Pac-12 teams, a few players out there. But let's start with the Oregon Ducks. They win big against the Portland State Vikings. Sorry, Vikings. Someone had to do it to you. We go there next. But first, George Schultz, Sports Center Update. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Your Sunday home for college football recaps in the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Oh, who doesn't like a good old cheeseburger in paradise? Nines 57 with French fried potatoes. <laughs> I love uh, just writing, like, writing the lyrics. Like, gotta throw in the 57. Like, you can't just say Heinz. Like... Heinz 57. <laughs> like, it works. He did it. Here, here we go. It's like, here, here oh, you go. Yeah, we can get oh, this. Yeah, please. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just so funny. Like, uh, yeah. Get that onion slice in there. I mean, I do like a good cheeseburger with sauce on it, but I prefer barbecue to Heinz 57. <laughs> oh, dude, you get me like a, I don't know what you call that, like a backyard, a rodeo uh, burger or something like that, where oh, it's like got an rings? onion ring yeah. and some barbecue sauce or some like fried crispy onions on there or something like that. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. I, yeah. 
that, that like onion stuff. straws or whatever. I think Outback Outback Steakhouse is one of those. Oh my god, get me hungry. Why why does this happen? Why why do we do this to have, ourselves? I mean, have you eaten yet? It's nine four. No. I don't mean to sound like no. your wifey or your mom, but if you haven't eaten, then it's, yeah, it's you my know, fault. Twenty of ten, then you're probably starting to get a little hangry, and your blood sugars well, starting to. Get and low. on the way here too, my son uh, asks about. He bring, makes a remark about, he's like, hey, does Papa Joe drink coffee? And he's like, well, I was thinking about his breakfast. I'm like, great. Now you have me thinking about my dad's breakfast and how epic it is and how I won't be having it this morning. I'm like, damn it. Your dad is awesome, I must say. It was so cool meeting him in studio earlier this summer. And then just to hear, like, you know, how you've told me stories off the air about, like, you know, some of the things he does and partakes in. And that's cool. And then this, just great brunch. Like, what doesn't your dad do? He can throw down on the grill. Oh, and yeah. uh, in the kitchen, yeah, he was a cook back in his day, so uh, he learned a few things. Um, but yeah, that's also why I'm telling him, like, dude, bring everything you have for the Colorado Oregon game because we are posting up, we are tailgating, we are grill uh, grilling all day. Um, bring a whole buffalo. Can we put a buffalo on a rotisserie? Is there something? Is I that, think like a buffalo. Is like that legal? A- Maybe a, I don't know. What's the <laughs> section that you cook? Like, I really don't know anything about like parts of cows or. Buffalo, I want just a, I don't know. Big I want section. an apple in the buffalo's mouth, as if it's like a pig on a spit, and then just rotisserie over. Can we bury it? Can we have a Kahlua buffalo? I have a feeling PETA would hate that, <laughs> and and I, not that I care. Pretty sure about they're an endangered they species. Well, what's the difference between a bison and a buffalo? Which one can we not have? I don't. I don't think the bison is a buffalo, Joe. I think that was one of the dumbest things that you've ever said on the air. Well, why why is it a different name then? It it's a bison is a buffalo. We, you know, I know I'm the animal guy here, but I, I'm. Yeah, you're the zoologist call- among no, us. I, I say there is a difference. Bison have large humps at their shoulders and bigger heads than buffalo. Okay, so they're different designations of buffalo. Let's go. So a bison is a bison a buffalo, or is a buffalo a bison? Or because there's, it's like saying that you know a tequila is a mezcal. Well, but, just think but of not all mezcals are tequilas. Well, just think of this: a bison, and then think of like a water buffalo. Hmm. Like the bison has more of that ridge, that hump at the top of uh, its shoulders, whereas like buffaloes, it's just more so. So maybe we've been misconstruing what a buffalo is our need, entire life. Need to get David Attenborough on the phone. I need some help with this one. The American bison is a majestic creature <laughs> traversing the plains for hundreds of years and beating the hell out of the TCU horned frogs. Oh, also, speaking of the horned frogs. Um, Joey, not a fan of uh, just the idea of a horned frog being a mascot. I he, actually agree. He with he on saw on the scoreboard yesterday. He's like TCU horned frogs, and I was like, well, it's Texas Christian Union. He's like, still just the horned frogs, and I'm like, I don't know. It's they can't some go sort with horny of horny frogs. Yeah, know. well, it's some sort of frog down there that secretes red blood and it's spooky looking. I don't know. Oh, so it is a real thing. I oh, a horned frog. A yeah, thing. yeah. Again, here we go. Going animals again. Um, yeah, a horned frog is definitely a real thing. It's more so kind of like a lizard, is what it looks like. Ah, uh, okay. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of gross looking. It looks I, pretty badass, though. It, I mean, it, with the spikes on it. I mean, I wouldn't go near that thing. <laughs> I would no. assume that it would be like one of those Jurassic Park um, spitting things, you know, with the 
the frills that come up from the sides and stuff like that. Oh, and like you get hit with anything or you touch it and it's like poisonous or something. See, that's kind of the, the vibe that I get from here. Like if anything secretes from like an animal's orifice, like don't like a slug, for instance. Oh, dude. if you step on a slug, like it's disgusting. Oh, I, I, I the same kind of feel with like a horned frog. I Ooh. was uh, watching uh, 72 Most Dangerous Animals Latin America last night. That's my uh, background show right now. And I love it. Uh, freshwater snails. Who would have known? Huge killer. They have a bunch of parasites and bacteria in them that, yeah, just like you can be chilling in a river, freshwater river somewhere in uh, Brazil or something, think you're at the time of your life, and then, bam, freshwater snail gets you. Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd your friend pass away, man? God, he was doing so great. Well, he went swimming, and he stepped on He stepped, he on, stepped a on a snail. Like, what the? That's... That's a horrible way to die. That's why, like, I'm out on uh, on Latin America, Central America, or even, like, the Southeast Asian countries. There are things in those jungles and those forests yeah. that, and those oceans, too, that I do not, like. I, I mean, I've been in the Atlantic Ocean down in Brazil. I w- was in Rio de Janeiro. I didn't get stung by any jellyfish. I was okay. Dude, it's, uh, stonefish? <laughs> There's all sorts of things out there. That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm just going to stay in my bubble. Um, like what's going, what's happening? All yeah, right. We, we just got derailed by Buffalo talk, zoology. Let's get back on the clock and get back to sports. I'm uh, down. I'm down. Well, then again, when the ducks blow out a team 81 to seven, I mean, uh, what I, is there to talk about? How much time can you spend? But no, we will, no, there is a lot to talk about. We will there's next. Uh, there's other Pac-12 stuff. Let's see. Yeah. As you mentioned, get back on the clock here. Uh, animal Sunday. No football Sunday on 10, the fan, Jordan Schultz, Joe Fisher. Be right back. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe, brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go when the ball came Let me say now, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think this, uh, the one of four Buffett songs I know, this is the one. This is, this is my favorite. Yeah, this is such a good one. Such Get that steel drum in there. Oh yeah, that's like half of his uh, <laughs> half of his lineup. Has By the way, um, if you've never seen a steel drum made before, uh, just go do yourself a favor. Watch the process of a steel drum being made. It is very impressive. I actually did watch a how it's made on a steel drum one time. Yeah, it's a it's awesome. Um, what was awesome though was seeing Oregon put up eighty one points yesterday against uh, well. I hate that it was against our Vikes, you know, blow the horn, go Portland State, but um, you got seven, you didn't get shut out, you gotta be, that, is that something you hang your hat on? Touchdown, I, I will say. You're not Butch Jones in Arkansas State, okay? I mean, if you, if you want to talk about positives for PSU, obviously we can get into <laughs> Oregon scoring a, a school record, I believe, for their modern day football team, 81-7 to beatdown. Yes, it was a basketball score for Oregon. There was uh, two or three scripted series that PSU came out with that seemed, you know, like they had their S together. It looked like uh, oh. their quarterback, Sachere, is very talented. When I Sachere s- <laughs> can run like a mofo. Very talented athlete. Kind of surprised that he didn't like get looked at more by the next level uh, because it seems well, like he did go. Prob- f- he did go five of fourteen yesterday. Uh, well, so. that's because. And I was talking to Anthony Newman. It's like I think he's a lot better than his wide receivers, a- a- and he agreed with me. It's like no, he is at a level above. Yeah, he also, most of his roster also read the led the team in rushing yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. But what was it like? A uh, hundred and. 
like or, or ninety two or something like no, that. Or no, like ninety two or hundred yards. Sorry. He had fifty three rushing yards. Oh, yesterday. okay. Never mind. He had he right. had as a quarterback a whopping uh, eighty eight yards total passing and running yesterday. He had more running yards than passing. That's that's the type of Vikings day we had yesterday. I was thinking of Jordan James on the Ducks. Yeah, yeah. No, he basically Ty Thompson had more passing offense. yards than him. He and was Ty the Tom- offense for BSU. <laughs> um, but I mean. This is always fun getting this first introduction of the team. And also, I am solely in the camp after what we've uh, gone through. We've, um, the Oregon Ducks Collective have gone through over the last two years. You went to their school, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You can call it a we at that I point. I know. It's the whole sports team we, though. It kind of feels weird. Um, uh, I don't know, man. But, but no, I get you. When you spent a lot of money to go to that school. I think you can say we. Still am. Um, there you go. But. Last year, after seeing game one against Georgia and then seeing this year's game one against Portland State, I do not ever want Oregon playing a big-time game week one yeah. ever again. Ever. like I hear that. that we, if we get into week eight, nine, ten, or whatever, and Oregon is undefeated, do you think they're going to go back and say, well, yeah, they did play Portland State. Nobody week. cares. Nope. They Nobody will not cares. care. And so... Hey, I appreciate everything you do, Oregon, as far as scheduling big games and wanting to take on this competition. You don't need to anymore. It's not necessary. Schedule these patsies week one. Give yourself a step up in competition week two. And then go back down in competition for week three so you can get ready for conference play like you're doing this year. And quite frankly, I mean... Stepping up in play to go against Texas Tech is, yes, that is a step up from Portland State to Texas Tech, but they just lost against Wyoming last night in Wyoming. So uh, we'll see what that matchup is even like next week and what the spread is set at. I don't know if Ducks and Texas Tech has been Um, It was preseason at three and a half. I don't know what after both of their week one performances it would be yesterday. before ain't going to be three and a half. (laughs) Uh, Well, before uh, before the game finished, uh, Texas Tech and Oregon, I believe, was a 50-50 FPI for ESPN. Uh, So, yeah, I'm sure it's affected a little bit, but the point of me bringing this up is, yes, Texas Tech didn't have a good showing yesterday. It could still be a trap game for Oregon. It's a former Duck quarterback. You know that he's going to be trying in all that is within him to show. It's like, hey, F you. You shouldn't have let me go. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a big game for Tyler Shuck. Yeah, for he, sure. d- he didn't look too bad uh, yesterday. No, it wasn't Texas his Tech, fault, no. I don't think, that they, lo- that they lost. But one thing that stood out to me of notice from the Oregon Ducks that uh, Coach Lanning had mentioned on Thursday with Isaac and Souk was, and it was funny because the answer was, I believe Isaac or Souk asked, um, what position group do you feel best about uh, depth-wise? You know, where what group do you feel that you have the most horses? And he's like, well, I'm not going to name any one group. Uh, running back group is pretty solid, though. <laughs> it was like right after he said he wasn't going to name a group, he went and said that the running back room is a good room. And I think that was the highlight of yesterday. You had, you could have had four guys with eight plus carries, but the one dude that didn't have it was Bucky Irving. He only had four carries because two of them were for 50 something yards. And it was like, okay, bud, you're, you're done for the day. He had an average of 29.8 yards per rush with his two touchdowns. You had Jordan James, 10 carries, 86 yards. Dante Dowdle, eight carries, 55 yards. Jaden Lamar, who was uh, somewhat of the revelation yesterday, I feel like get him some touches just in case down the road if you need uh 
need him. He had eight carries for 51 yards and a touchdown. He also had a uh, four catches for 24. Saw a lot of dudes getting catches. Um, it was just nice to see the depth yesterday. That That's the one thing is that don't play with your food in these games and get as many guys out into the field playing, experiencing football in this environment as you can. I don't care if it's against Portland State. This is not, you cannot simulate this in practice. So getting as many guys out there as possible uh, and having an 81-point game, perfect. This is exactly what you were supposed to do yesterday. Yeah, they made it look how they were supposed to. And for the first half, actually, no penalties on either team. So I like the discipline, especially to see yeah. from the Ducks side. I feel like uh, early in the season, that's always been an issue. So nice to see that at least that that was that was on their minds. And yeah, it took a couple series for the Ducks to get going. But as you mentioned, so many guys that came in, uh, minus, of course, Noah Winnington, not sure if it's an injury with him. Um, yeah, I was going to mention that. Didn't yeah it, him him and Chris Hudson did not play uh, at the wideout position, and then Noah Winnington at the running back. But the big story for me yesterday, as you mentioned, the running back room, Jordan James. Oh my goodness, the sophomore. He is going to be something else. That kid is possibly even already better than Bucky Irving. I know Bucky basically touched the ball four times yesterday because half of those were touchdowns. But then you have him, uh, James, backing up Bucky Irving at this point. And I'm telling you, man, if Jordan James continues running the way that he did yesterday against like real opponents, that's Heisman-worthy talent right there. He can run guys over, and he's only a sophomore. Um, you were mentioning Lamar and Dowdell, some of the other talent in the locker room, Joe. I will say Dowdell ran a lot harder. Um, it looks like Lamar and him both had a touchdown, but Dowdell, when he got the ball, he was hungrier. He was hungrier to get ahead. Lamar kind of seemed like he was maybe taking a little bit of a back step. It, it was just a difference. And Anthony Newman and I were noticing that even it's like Dowdell, you know, hard nose, ready to go as compared to Lamar, maybe a little softer step running back. So there's uh, maybe there's di different situations where either of those guys could work. But yeah, even without Noah Winnington, we just talked about four guys, uh, three of which I think could legitimately play for the Ducks this year. And then the wide receiving room. This is the deepest wideout core the Ducks have ever had. Behind Troy Franken, you got Tez Johnson, new kid coming in, and that is uh, uh, Bo Nix's brother, right? So, so, so we've got some connection there. That's and then, right. Yeah, adopted brother Gary Bryant Jr., who had two touchdowns yesterday, just and looked absolutely insane and some of the Ducks haven't seen yet. So then obviously with Terrence Ferguson, who I think put on some muscle in the offseason, and then your tight ends with Patrick Herbert, you're all sewn up on the offensive side of the ball, man. It's going to roll. Uh, Yeah, and just to kind of shine a little bit more light on Noah Winnington not playing, it looks like, uh, yeah, you said Chris Hudson didn't play, Noah Winston, Justin Jacobs, Evan Williams, Mace Funa did not yes, play. Yes, yeah, Mace Funa did not play. And, I saw, uh, saw a lot of bossa, no Funa. And uh, Casey Kelly, the uh, tight end transfer from Ole Miss, did not play as well. I mean, you want to talk about tight ends being deep. Um, and Lanning did not mention. I mean, he didn't even want to get into in the post game press he, conference. He literally uh, said yeah. about Noah Winnington, I'm not going to talk about anyone who didn't play. Yep. Noah has done everything right for us and he's doing a good job. We're just going to be smart with our players. That last line there is most important is that, dude, you know who you're playing. Like, let's be smart here. We're playing against Portland State. Let's maybe not play some dudes. And if yeah. they do, if they are banged up and have a little injury here and there, that's hey, we could use a week with them not playing. Again, let's get some of these guys' carries, touches, because what if Winnington goes down later in the season? Then that's when we're looking uh, for uh, Dowdle. We're looking for Jordan James to step, Jane Lamar, 
And it's like now, hey, they got experience. They know what to do. They've in the system. They've actually had some run. Uh, so encouraging, encouraging seeing names that you don't know. Like you see them on the roster, but then you see them perform. You see the depth. And it was funny seeing this game progress because it was one where I was like considering taking the boy to and one of his friends like, hey, this is a good one to go to blow out. You know, it's... I think you would have been bored by halftime, buddy. Oh, I would have been. And then there was part of me that saw them like the score just like kept going up. Yep. Kept going up. And then I saw them hit 81. And I'm like, damn, that that kind of would have been cool to see in person. Gosh, <laughs> see them put up these years. It's, it's just like, 100. are they going to are they going to stop? Like, no, I don't think they're going to stop. <laughs> Uh, two points to round out this conversation. Um, to add to your uh, convo about Noah Whittington, I do remember Dusty Hera, our own 1080 The Fan host, who filled in yesterday. Yeah, he was doing sideline. Yeah. yeah, on the sideline. Actually had a little bit of info for Jason Swigart and Will Ortner last night saying that basically just a little hobbled, not crazy hobbled, but Noah Whittington was in uniform, in pads, just didn't look like he was fully ready to go. So that, that last line that you said from Lanning, you know, just kind of protecting our guys and doing what's best for them it makes sense that you don't need to put somebody out there. And I was even frankly surprised that Bo Nix was out to start the second half. And oh, that's something yeah. that I want to ask Anthony Newman <laughs> about tomorrow on Ducks Roundtable. It's like, yo, yo, coach, you need to give me the, you need to help me understand why that's happening. And then, um, yeah, the halftime score, like, I was like, all right, pull them. Like, we're good here. We really don't. And hey, let's also be happy that we saw Ty Thompson yes. play and play well. Like, I think that guy needs as much confidence as he can going into. Um, this year and into next, if he's going to be the guy for Oregon. So seeing him go 7 of 8, 80-something yards, run the ball, and have a, a good little outing there, that was encouraging as well. Again, just seeing all the depth and all the players and seeing playing time, this is exactly how things were supposed to go, except the seven points that Portland State scored. Well, they were going to score. They're, yeah, they're going to give it up. But I, I was a little concerned about uh, – I tried to ask Dan Lanning about this in the post game, but um, he was pretty protective, just said that uh, the middle of the defensive line didn't really um, – didn't get like blown up or, or owned in the first quarter, even though Portland State rushed for about 110 yards ish in the first quarter. It was just a couple of guys missing their assignments. So, so I was a little concerned about that, and I do think that's something to watch. If Portland State, even for a quarter, is able to gain ground on what should be a great front four for Oregon, and that's hopefully that doesn't come you know to fruition when Washington's trying to run on you because there's a lot better running backs that you're going to face in the Pac-12 this year. Oh yeah, there's a, a lot of talent in the Pac-12 this year and we're going to get to that next in hour 2, but we have another Oregon team that's playing and they're playing today against the mighty San Jose State uh, Aztec? No, that's San Diego State. Don't they look like Warriors? a Trojan but they're not? Are they the Warriors? I'm going to go look this up. I know. I just know Spartans. Uh, and, uh, you know, I shouldn't feel shame because they are literally one of the worst programs in uh, FBS. So I, I don't, I do not feel that upset about well, They're going to be in conference here pretty soon with uh, you. <laughs> hey, shout out head coach with Brett Brennan. Let's well, go. Um, yeah. I guess we are going to preview Oregon State, San Jose State. Catch the fever. But what I am most excited to see tonight is DJ. DJU gets his first start with the Oregon State Beavers. We do that next. Look at the Pac-12 slate over the weekend and all sorts of other football stuff. Hour number two of Football Sunday brought to you by Grillworks Supply Co. Next, here on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.